Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey everyone, Taylor here, and I am so excited to share today's episode with you and our guests, Allison and Kat, who run the Ultimate Product Party. Today, they're going to talk about how important it is to say yes to opportunities that are so far outside of your comfort zone. This episode is absolutely so inspiring, and they also share how showing up for things in person or online that are maybe a little bit scary, can lead to unexpected and incredible results, which is how they started the Ultimate Product Party, which is a two-day creative conference that serves product-based businesses. So I know you're going to love this episode. There are a ton of valuable tips for moving forward if you feel paralyzed with the idea of stepping outside of your comfort zone, or you just feel like you're ready for something new and you don't know where you should start and show up. So, so much stuff. That is absolutely amazing in this episode. I know that you guys are going to love it. Let's just jump right in. Hi, Allison and Kat. To start off with, can you please tell us um, about yourselves, where you live, and what you guys create? Hi. Kat, you want to go? I'll go. Yeah, you can go. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My name's Allison Carter. I am the CEO and founder of Allison Carter Celebrates. My whole goal in life is to help make busy mom's lives easier and a hell of a lot more fun. Um, I have a subscription box called Memories and Moments Unwrapped that goes out every month that takes all of the holiday and special occasion prep off of a mom's plate so she could just show up Mm -hmm. and do the fun stuff. And I also coach small businesses in visibility and credibility and sales through PR strategies and marketing and diversifying revenue. Um, And I'm also the co-host of the Ultimate Product Party, which we are talking about today with my biz bestie over here, Kat. Oh gosh, that's me. I'm Kat. I am the creator and designer of Kitty Meow Boutique, where I don't sell anything cat related. I'm the crazy cat, (laughs) but I design and sell a bunch of really fun paper party and gift goods that I sell in over 900 900 stores throughout the world. I also teach other product-based business owners how to grow and scale their product-based business, specifically within the stationary industry. And yeah, podcast, Dreams of Plans podcast host, Allison, just walked into my life one day at a creative conference. And here we are putting together this conference for product-based business owners. Okay. So that was actually my next question um, because you guys both have super cool businesses that are actually 
quite different. Um, and you have different target markets and very different stories. Super cool. So my question was, uh, how did you decide to start working together? What's the story of like the two of you running a, another business? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, that was a fate brought together by starvation and avocado toast. So we went to a conference um, and at this particular conference, we just for some reason were never fed. And so we knew <laughs> Kat and I are eaters. And so we knew that the only way to eat was to wake up early, go downstairs and have a full meal, like full breakfast. So I was sitting by myself. Kat was sitting with another friend and I just looked at her and I was like, God, you look so familiar. And she's like, oh, really? Like, I'm Kat. Like, it, will you meet Kat in, in person? She's like, not as like extroverted and fan like out there as you think she is. She's very reserved and shy. And so I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I don't think so. And so I recognized her brand. So anyways, we kind of hit it off and and exchange numbers or whatever, had breakfast. And then we kind of kept seeing each other throughout these conferences and then just continued to build like an Instagram friendship. And, oh, I'm going to that conference too. Okay, let's meet up. Let's meet up for dinner, drink or whatever. Our husbands have met up before, like with us. Um, and so we kind of just grew it. And then Kat was in my mastermind that I ran last year for a PR and visibility and all that stuff. One of my small groups that I ran. And I took them to Nashville for just a fun, like celebratory retreat. And we were out to dinner and we were talking about events and how fun they were and how magical they are when women get together, because magic happens when women get together in person in in community and dream and spitball and learn and grow. And so we were like, why isn't there any events for product, like product businesses, like both of us have product businesses and service businesses, but our product businesses are our number one, like our driver, like that's the core of both of our businesses. And so always we're at these events and we're like, can you uh, like talk about the strategy for a product? <laughs> like, how does that email funnel work for my product business? Or how does that social media strategy work for a product? And, and so we were like, why isn't there any? And then me, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So I'm all, we're building it ourselves. And Kat's like, oh, okay, we're cheersing the Margarita. And she's like, yeah, yeah, she'll forget about this. And I'm like, surprise, I didn't forget about it. And we're now planning this hundred plus person event called the Ultimate Product Party because this community of makers and Etsy shop owners and pro small product-based businesses and artists and creatives, they need this place to go for people that get it, like that are teaching and educating them in their business, not them trying to take all of this learning and mold it to what they need. Like they need to go and be like, this person gets me, this friend that I met, she now understands my life and she's going to be in my crew and we're going to collaborate. And like, that's the place and the, and the, the vibe that we're really trying to create and really give back to this communities that like essentially are the OGs of business. Like trading wares is like the original business owner. And for some reason we've kind of service influencers, bloggers have taken over. And then the product people are like, help me. I'm poor. I need, to <laughs> I need to know. So Kat and I are like, we will help. We will, we will create this. If we create it, maybe they will come. 
today's episode is actually, we're so excited that you guys wanted to talk about like saying yes to opportunities outside of your comfort zone. So um, I want to get into that topic a little bit. What would you say, and you guys can like maybe name one each or however you want to answer this question, but what would you say are some of the things you have done in your business that were way, way, way outside of your comfort zone? Ooh, well, for me, anytime that I've ever stepped outside of my comfort zone, and this is why I feel so passionately talking about it is like, that's when the serious growth has happened not only in my business, but just in life for me as a woman, as a human being, when I graduated from college in Illinois, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to move to Las Vegas. And on a whim, I'm like, okay, holy crap, we're doing it. And from that opportunity led to so many other opportunities and not with their own ups and downs, but it's like, if I never made that one move, then all of this ripple effect never would have happened. I never would have probably started my own business. If I didn't take risks in my business, like my most recent one was I have three little kids and I was about nine months pregnant with my little boy. I'm like, I need to move out of my house. Like with my business, like now, like <laughs> while you're about to give birth, <laughs> while I'm about to give birth, I swear that the baby turned inside of me. Cause I tried to assemble this pink couch on my own and it was way too heavy. It was a bad mistake, but I'm like, if I don't do this now, even though it's an incredibly inconvenient time with a new baby coming on the way, but I'm like, I'm so tired of people coming in my house. I'm so tired of playing it safe. I want to be big. If I want to be big, I need to do big ass things. So let's just pull the bandaid off and freaking do the things. And it was one of the scariest investments that I ever made. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I can't make the rent? What if I can't keep employees? What if I don't have enough business? We don't have enough orders. What if, what if, what if? And now I'm, it's been a year later. It feels like no big deal. And I'm like, my business would have never grown and scaled to the capacity that it has if I didn't take that risk of stepping outside of my comfort zone. And this event that we're putting on together. Oh my gosh, this is a huge uncomfortable zone. And every single day, Allison and I talk, we're like, oh my gosh, what if we fail? What if we look like a bunch of losers to our entire community and we can't pull this off, but we are. And with anything, you step outside that comfort zone and your back's against the wall and you find a way to figure it out. That's where we're at, figuring it out. Yeah. We are, Kat and I are both risk takers. I mean, and that's just our personality. Like I am a jumper. Kat's a little bit more of a thinker, but I'll be, I'll get her to jump. But we're both confident in ourselves because we have proven to ourselves that we have figured it out. So everything that we have done in both of our businesses, we have figured out some way or another. Like I, about a year into my business, pitched Forbes. And I pitched Forbes because I knew that with the party planning that I was doing with that side of my business, it was a different way of approaching party planning. It was a digital way. It was a PDF. It was kind of different. And so I was like, every time I talk to a mom about this, she is so on board, but like that's onesie, twosies, threesies, foursies. Like I need thousands. How do I get a big platform grinding on this like tiny Instagram that didn't even have stories like when I started so that was like media why not me 
And so I just kind of tried scrapping things together. And I saw in a Facebook group, there was a Forbes editor that was looking to showcase women's stories. And so I was like, there, I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to pitch this Forbes editor as like a mom with a baby and a toddler doing this party business. I didn't even have a laptop of my own. I was borrowing my husband's and uh, I sent her a pitch with the intention of her telling me no, but I wanted to follow up with her to ask her what I could have done better next time. That was my whole intention. And she literally said yes. Like, and then my, like I was featured in Forbes and that opened a ton of doors because it gave me instant credibility. So then that yes, that I took that had a massive chance to fail and would have been embarrassing. I mean, I didn't like announce to the world I'm publishing Forbes, follow my journey to see what happened, but still I would have stung. And, uh, but I wanted to like get the, get better. And so you don't get better unless you ask for help. You don't get better unless you try things and make mistakes and see what happens. And you don't get better unless you get out of your comfort zone. So with both of us, with me pitching media, with us going to our own events, when I went to one of our creative conferences that we went to, I met a Better Homes and Gardens expert that was running a pitch session. I was there an hour and a half early. I was the first in line. I was sitting on that bench and I was like, I will be best friends with this editor. And her and I still talk to this day. She comes and talks to my mastermind girls. I write for Better Homes and Gardens all the time. She's opened doors to Martha and Oprah and all these different places for me because I said yes to one, attending that event and two, thinking, I'm going to go meet this person. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to showcase what I can do for the Better Homes audience. And if we hit it off, we hit it off. And we ended up hitting it off over murder podcasts. And that's what got me that relationship because I showed up as myself. Love and so that is that whole thing is that growth. You can continue being safe and you can continue playing it safe and you can continue like just uploading your listings to your Etsy shop and like hoping that the Etsy SEO like works for you. And you can do all the tricks that these girls are teaching you. But at the end of the day, like, you're still behind your computer screen. You're still doing the same things. You're still like trying to dabble into social media. But if you get out and you meet other makers and you get out of that comfort zone and get out of that safety of hiding behind your product or hiding behind that computer screen and you get in community with other people, you do not know what is on the other side of the yes, but you will never find out if you don't try that risk or if you don't just be open to possibilities. I think your stories are just so amazing and inspiring, but I think I would really, really love to know your advice for actually like starting to get outside your comfort zone as a creative entrepreneur or Etsy shop owner, like as an introvert, like what if you're just terrified of that? You're feel like you're an imposter. You're just not ready. So what is your advice for that? Totally. That's me. And it doesn't matter what you might think for meeting me for the first time on this podcast recording, but I am such an introvert. Allison, oh no, she's an attention whore for sure. Not me. And it wasn't until COVID happened and I felt like, well, crap, got to do something different with my business. If I want to survive, if all of my customers are wholesale customers, but stores are retail shops are shut down. What can I do differently? So I don't, so my business doesn't die because I was just starting to have success with selling Katie Meow products. And I was like, no, I'm not going to just give up now. I need to do something different. So I am an introvert. 
I was that person. I didn't even want to show up in stories. Never once put my picture on an Instagram post. I'm like, ah, people don't care about me. People don't know, want to know what I have to say. People don't care about what I have to say. I don't have anything good to say. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone's judging me. Oh no, I'm going to stay in my hole, stay in my comfort zone and just die there. And I, for whatever reason, gave myself permission to care a little bit less about what I thought other people were thinking about me. And no one's thinking anything about you because they're too worried about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I just started showing up on Instagram live for 10 minutes a day, 10 AM for 10 minutes, the kid me out 10 at 10. And I simply started sharing things that were going on in my business, business Mm -hmm. tips, things that I was struggling with, things that were working in my business and it wasn't mind breaking, but I started to build relationships with people other than just like, Hey, here I am buy my products. I'm like, here's a fancy flat lay that no one has any real emotional connection to. But I started simply just showing up as myself and not even like, okay, sometimes I had my kids in the background because it was summer. Uh, we we're at the park because, you know, the kids don't care if it's 10 and 10 and you need to hop on an Instagram live. They still want to go do stuff. And the beauty of that was people just getting to know me and me feeling comfortable with simply showing up as myself. And from that, I started to do a podcast. And from that, I started coaching other women. And it just snowballed into all of these things that I never would have felt that I was good enough to do until I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And I get terrified every single time Allison makes me do a TikTok or even showing up here with you ladies for these podcast episodes, even on my own podcast, I want to like vomit a little bit, but you do it anyway, because you can see that it makes massive change in the growth of your business and you as a, as a woman. Mm-hmm. I, think- I, I just want to say that like, <laughs> this is literally like sitting here with you guys this is a reflection of Katie and I, Taylor drags me along on things. I'm, I'm the attention seeker. I'm the true <laughs> crime junkie. And 100% of the time I just tell her, Hey, we're doing this thing. So introverts, get yourself a person like Allison and I to run your life <laughs> and, and help you like, Hey, we're going to do this thing. That's scary. Like Kat, um, we're, we're coming on your dreams, your plans podcast. I did not ask her. No. I just told her, Hey, I scheduled us. We're, we're going on this podcast. Okay. Like, okay. She was cool. like, okay. And the first time I did that, she was like, Oh my God, what am I going to talk about? You know, and we already even had our own podcast. So I'm like, it's not like you don't know how to be on a podcast. We have one. Like, this is someone else's podcast. <laughs> right, right. And then we just kept doing it and doing it. And like, I think what, um, one of the best piece of advice that like I have heard and that we've put into practice is like hard things get easier. Like we're not denying that they are hard, but if mm-hmm. you can do it once, you can do it again. Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop Okay, imagine no more, because we're going to teach you exactly how to make your handmade small business goals a reality, no matter what you make and sell. Maybe you don't feel like you know what you're doing wrong with your Etsy shop, or you feel like you're not good at selling your work, you need help with product photography, or you feel confused about things like SEO, keywords, and whatever the heck optimization is. 
Well, we used to be there too. And if we had known years ago what we know now about selling handmade online, it would have made a world of difference. We've worked really, really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy that's out there. And since March 2020, we've been able to generate nearly 10,000 sales of over 25,000 products all on Etsy alone without a single paid ad. We just needed a strategy. Our strategy includes niching down so you know exactly who you're selling to, goal setting, daily and weekly workflows, flawless product photography, killer Etsy listing descriptions that actually convert to sales because they're speaking to your target customer, and 100% understanding and using Etsy SEO to drive traffic. And the cool thing is we turned this exact strategy into a step-by-step guide that you are able to fully duplicate. Our course is called Dream Create Sell, and we teach you the step-by-step way to make more sales and grow your handmade business on Etsy. Dream Create Sell is a self-paced 100% online course that will teach you how to do all of the things we just mentioned in our strategy, including how to stand out in your niche, how to nail your SEO and your product photography, and authentically grow your business. Our course is open for registration right now, and we have a special podcast discount code. The code is podcast, all capital letters for $100 off our course. And this code never expires. So if you can use it today, just go to shopstudiosisters.com to get the info on our course, Dream Create Self. People want to know you. The thing actually that drives me the most crazy about Etsy is that I don't know who the people are. I wish that there was like you could click their picture and it was like a story or something like their Etsy shop picture, you know, that it's like, Mm -hmm. nobody does. And maybe (laughs) I know nobody else does, but like I, when I'm shopping for a gift for my kids or like, like I was literally on Etsy yesterday shopping Easter baskets and I want, and I was, I was shopping Easter baskets and I was shopping new artwork for my frame TV for spring. Those are the two things I was on Etsy for. So I was like going, going through. And I was like, these things for these kids are so cute. I wish that I knew that mom, I wished I knew the mom behind the brand. Like And then I'm trying to go through her profile. Like, where does she live? Oh, I wonder if she has Instagram. And then so many of the times these Etsy people don't have Instagrams. And I understand that all the things, doing all the things is very hard and all the things. And a lot of times kids and all all of that. But I just feel like that person, that connection that I can make to that mom that's creating these stickers for my kids' water bottles that they're going in their Easter basket, I would love to know that mom. And I would love to continue shopping her shop. And that connection would remind me of her shop versus just searching stickers and having all these shops come up. And I'm never going to remember that mom's shop because I don't then go follow her on Instagram or something because I don't, that's not available or something. You know what I mean? Like that connection, I have built my business, me, that, that my, I have built my business. People thinking they're friends with me has built my business. Me showing up on Instagram, Mm -hmm. me sharing my life, me sharing my kids, which is not something that obviously personal preference, but showing my house remodel that has nothing to do with my subscription box business showing. I just had like a personal little surgery for like girl problems, showed it on shared. I didn't show surgery, shared it on Instagram though, because people are like, I, 
that happens to me too. Like, and people don't talk about those things. So I want to show up as the mom who can help you do something fun with your kids, who can help you blow up your business, but who also you want to go have a margarita with because she's fun. And she like, will talk about her period, like a normal girlfriend, because people don't do that. And so it's like, I'm not saying that everybody has to be an open book as I am, but that connection matters because that mom who I DM'd about what happened or something that they saw in my house, they remembered my box for Easter and then they're going to subscribe or they want to buy it as a gift for their friend and do a three month subscription, or they're going to tell their mom to buy that for their Christmas gift for their family. Like those connections lead to actual money in my family's pocket. And that is how this works, those relationships and getting uncomfortable showcasing your life and who you are and your process and why you created these products and what's the story behind them. And all of that leads to really a robust multifaceted business that's really important and built on no like, and trust, which is the secret trifecta when it comes to sales. Yeah, it really is about building relationships. I remember because you both said that you're going to be on my podcast. We're recording here tomorrow. And as I'm looking through the emails, I'm like, oh, well, Taylor reached out in August and I didn't reply. What a jerk, right? We don't really have a lot of guests. And if we do, it's literally someone that we know because we just like to have casual girlfriend chats and the power of following up, not like, oh, my podcast is so exclusive. Not at all. But you followed up again and you were like, hey, wanted to um, check in on that because you told us to reach out after the new year and you freaking did. And now we're on your podcast and you're going to be on my podcast. And I feel like we're building this relationship and then we can call you our friends. Like that is the power of networking, but you don't do that if you give up at the first no or the first ignore and part of stepping outside your comfort zone is being okay with hearing that no or hearing that those crickets after you send a million pitch emails mm -hmm. and being okay with it and knowing like, you know what? I'm not gonna take no for an answer. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna follow up or I'm gonna move on to the next because sometimes it's the power of numbers and the more people you pitch your products or services to, the better chance like, one person's gonna say yes. And then from that confidence, it builds and you get more and more and more. And, oh, you just like, you can't play it safe. No more playing it safe. You didn't get into business to play it safe. If you wanna run a hobby, run a hobby. But if you are calling yourself a business, then business owners, they just don't play it safe. Like you, you look mm -hmm. at big businesses, you look at the people that inspire you, like think of what brands really inspire you. Sarah Blakely hugely inspires me. What she has done for women in business is massive. So I look at her and I think like, what would someone like her do? Like what would like in this, in this crossroads that maybe you're feeling in your business or this like, oh, I want to push the gas or I want to make an investment, but that's scary to me. I don't know if I'm going to make that money back. Like what would five-year you do? What would two-year you do? Because five years ago, I had a six-month-old and a three-year-old and I was fumbling around on my husband's laptop trying to figure out how to like make $5. And that was me like, I guess I have a business now. And five-year me 
oh, five years from that, I just celebrated my five-year anniversary in my business. I, that mom is such a stranger to me. I cannot relate to her in any sort of way because the confidence that I have now and the purpose that is running through me now and the impact that I know that I have had on thousands of families across the world, which I never would have even dreamed possible. Tell that mom five years ago, she had been featured in Oprah. No freaking way. Like, okay, uh, whatever. Now, so even just that two-year-out mom, the things that she did and the five-year, like when you're thinking of these decisions on growth and where you want to take your business, what would you say two years from now? What would that three-year, five-year, what would 20-year you go back and think? That's what I want you to think about when you're really trying to step out of your comfort zone and really look to those women that do inspire you, that have these businesses. And I look to product-based businesses because it's a different beast. I can look at all these coaches that are making bajillion millions of dollars showing up with their time. And I would love that because, you know, like I'm a coach also, so that would be great. But I also have this product and other businesses that I'm inspired by are also selling a physical product. And I look to see what they're doing. How are they showing up? What does their marketing look like? Like, what are the relationships that they're building with their customers? What did five-year them look like? Like, follow that trajectory, listen to podcasts that they're on to listen to their founder story, listen to how they got built every single time. It will be because they took some risk because they said yes to themselves. They stepped out of their comfort zone and they made a move. And the things that fall after that move, who even knows what they could be? That's what's so cool about saying yes to things because you have no freaking idea what relationship or what big strategy or what big idea is going to come to you from giving yourself space or giving yourself permission to even think like that. That is such an empowering thing to say. It's not just like, it's not as scary as it sounds and this can help you, but like how big are the possibilities that you haven't even thought of? Like that is so empowering. I, there's been so much good stuff, you guys, um, Allison and Kat, this has been absolutely so valuable and I'm leaving feeling excited. Like, I don't think I'm dreaming big enough. Um, and I hope that our audience is hearing that too. Like no matter where you are as a mom or a college student with an Etsy shop that maybe has zero sales or a hundred sales or even 500. And you're like, I think this is the bit biggest I can be. That's definitely not the case. Um, so uh, with that, I want to ask you one last question and that's, do you have any unexpected tips for like finding new opportunities? Like what's one tip you would share with someone who's like, how do I get started with saying yes to something new? Well, you could definitely say yes by coming to ultimate product party. And I don't <laughs> say that to be cocky or anything, but if you're like, oh, I don't even know how big I can dream, or maybe I want to try a new avenue, but I don't know how to get there. I don't even know where to begin. This is an awesome place to go and figure it out because you're going to have meet with so many people who are like, Hey, you want to do licensing? You want to do wholesale? You want to like literally all the little things that you could take your product-based business, whether it's print on demand, um, uh, any type of manufacturing, we want to help be that space where people come and figure it out and feel like they're surrounded by other women who are doing the thing too and want to help cheer them on and make them feel empowered to dream bigger. And the only way to do that is to surround yourself with people who are freaking doing the things. So boom. Yeah. 
do that's that. what I was going to say too. My first, my always first advice is business is not meant to be done alone. And solopreneurs like really just feel day-to-day Groundhog's Day. Like I am in this box, this messy ass box that is like suffocating me at all times. And then I like go up to my island for like a change of scenery that I'm like wandering around. I'm like, somebody please talk to me. That's probably why I'm on my Instagram on TikTok all the time. Cause I'm like, somebody pay attention. <laughs> somebody talk to me, <laughs> but I have a core group of friends that get my life that they understand the struggles. They understand what I'm going through. They understand because it's their life too. So I like having those people in my circle that I can text Vox, audio text, whatever at a moment's notice. And they will get back to me and be like, yeah, this shit's hard. Like, this is what's going on with my life right now. Or, Hey, can we just have like a virtual coffee date? Or if you know someone in, in your actual local community, meet them. If you see someone, Hey, I'm, I'm, I have a creative business and I'm in Seattle too. Like we should meet, Mm -hmm. do it, ask to meet and broaden that circle. Because I'm telling you that building this business alone is hard. And just having that support system outside of your family, outside of your friends, because they're helpful somewhat, but they don't get it. They don't live the day-to-day of your name being on the door and whether it fails or soars, it's on you. They don't get that, but people in your circle do get that. Find them and then start reaching out to people that are new, that you, that have maybe a similar audience. You sell something different, but your audience is the same. So how could you work together in making their audience your audience? And how can you do collaborations? How can you do some sort of a product, something like collection or a podcast swap like you guys are doing? Like, how can you do some of these things getting outside of just you? You do not have to be like just the solopreneur in your house alone all the time. Like there is a whole slew of community of women that are ready and waiting to cheer you on and to be in your corner. And you can form these little masterminds without having like a coach, without having a head, mm-hmm. you can do a pure led mastermind. And that is what I'm so excited about for ultimate product party is what is going, what these women are going to do afterwards that like, I'm so excited to see everybody and party and be in the thing, but I'm so excited in the couple months to have those follow-ups of being like, we met at ultimate product, like mm-hmm. Pat and I did. Like we met at ultimate product party and now we're doing this together and, and now we're running this and now we decided to do something. And how cool is that to, to have that space and then have that follow-up of what could happen. That, that is so magical to me. And so fun too. So we're going to definitely have the links to the ultimate product party in our show notes for all of our listeners, but just really quick before we wrap everything up, can you just tell our listeners like where they can find you and also like where they can learn more about the ultimate product party on Instagram or your website. Well, can we share a coupon code for your listeners? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. So for $50 off your ultimate product party ticket price, um, the code at checkout would be studio sisters, UPP. And I need to remember to actually put that. And you guys, we'll put the link in the show notes too. And then you can go to uh, 
ultimateproductparty.com to learn more about the event. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ultimate Product Party. If you want to follow me personally, head on over to Katie Meow Boutique on Instagram and all the places. But yeah, this is so fun. Oh, Allison Carter celebrates. Don't forget Allison Carter celebrates. <laughs> well, you'll find me on Ultimate Product Party. I'm the one who's dancing and lip singing and doing the trending things and like falling on my ass on TikTok. You'll find me. Awesome. <laughs> so fun. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining us on the Studio Sisters podcast. Thank you for having Thanks. us. Really, we appreciate the time and we can't wait to see you guys. Let us know if you have any questions about anything. We are open books and ready to chat. Oh, 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 oh,